0: Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night, a show where two straight dudes go on a date and they review it. My name is David Stallings and I am one of the straight dudes. And I am Ricky Rivera, the other straight dude. Today, bro, we got to see Tom Cruise in something, finally.
1: Bam, 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 bam,
0: he just got up and spun around and hugged the wall. That, very good. That's exactly like spy, what they do in the movie. Yeah, yep. Today we just saw the brand new Mission Impossible. Uh, there's like ten of them, I think. But seven. David is Dutch. it seven? Okay, dude.
1: You act like you don't know everything about these movies.
0: I don't. That's the thing. I've only seen. Look, this is gonna be the Creed situation again, right? I'm the. I'm gonna be the take of like, okay, I kind of know the lore. But not really. And then you, on the other hand, binged everything. I watched every movie.
1: And I've got to say,
0: I'm a new Mission Impossible stan.
1: I'm joining the community. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm hopping in headfirst. It's it's a great series, bro. They Look, I've great. only
0: heard good stuff about about these movies. I have seen... Ghost Protocol, I think, was the one we yeah. talked about this at last night. I yeah, think yeah, that's Ghost like Protocol. the fourth one or something. That's like the
1: one of the biggest ones too. That's, yeah, that was the first Mission
0: Impossible where
1: it was no numbers; they just started naming them.
0: Ah, I see. I there's jumped some, in in the new era. No yeah, more numbers. It, and it
1: really is a new era because there's mm-hmm. Mission Impossible one, two, and three, and those are very. They feel very like 90s to early 2000s. <laughs> okay. And then Ghost Protocol is like, nah, we changed it up. We got a budget. Yeah Well they had a budget before But they said we're gonna use the budget And not
0: be cringy anymore Not Oof, be corny <laughs> Right Except so, for one line in every movie Yeah
1: Yeah yeah it, it went well, it was It was corny The first three The first one is real corny I, I, I don't get it What it.
0: Do you know what year that was? The first movie? hmm 96 I wasn't alive <laughs> I was
1: Actually I might not have been Because I think this movie came out in July Wow So yeah But 96 And then 2000 And then like pfft, I think like 2006 or something like that think man the gaps
0: yeah after I saw I remember thinking after I saw Ghost Protocol back in the day I was like oh these are good I should watch all of the others and then that just never happened the second
1: movie is the pinnacle in my opinion the second movie is
0: wild like like pinnacle a good pinnacle or a pinnacle I'd of say. a mountain that you're that's crumbling
1: oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah, it's
0: uh it's something it's
1: so, like, the first movie, it feels very, like, 90s, right? Mm-hmm. But the second movie is, like, oh, boy, this is 90s. Even though it came out in the year 2000, it was, like, this is the 90s. Like, <laughs> like every um, action scene had to be slow-mo'd three times, you know? Oh, of course, so, so like yep. like, an explosion happens, you gotta see him fly off the explosion three different times mm-hmm. in three different slow-mo angles, and it goes... Poof, poof. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa
0: <laughs> Was it called Mission Impossible 2? This is the 90s? <laughs> Basically Okay, <laughs> It should have been That It was wild
1: And then it's like They put in the, the sexy kiss scene You know, where he's gotta kiss the girl And it's like Boom! bounce bounce, Boom! Plays some nice music <laughs> okay. and like they slow kiss and you're like yeah like that the, that's the wow this movie sounds song. this sounds
0: like a great movie <laughs> you watch <laughs> it's
1: awesome trust me when you wa- when you watch it you're gonna be like you'll know exactly what I'm talking about our parents uh, right now are listening and they're like that movie was great
0: I don't f- I don't awesome. think my parents really watched any of the Mission Impossibles uh, though like I don't know if they've seen any of them they'll be into it. See,
1: Mission Impossible, what I learned, is essentially just John Wick, but like more spy based and PG thirteen.
0: Yes. It's more like I feel like it's more chases if than anything, it is like combat. You know what anything, I mean? It's
1: like John Wick is is like Mission Impossible because John Wick came out after.
0: Right, 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 right. So
1: if it's more like John Wick is like Mission Impossible, except way better. Mm-hmm. Like way more action-based. Yeah. That's how... That's probably the better way to describe it. Because I, we, this movie, the one we just saw, felt a lot like John Wick. But mm-hmm. I thought about it some more. And they both filmed at the same time. If anything, this movie filmed first. Because they started this in 2018.
0: Yeah, this has been a project forever. So,
1: if anything, that just is a testament of... You could take it either way. You, you know, I, I personally think that John Wick is like Mission Impossible, but better. Mm-hmm. But some people may see it the other way around. Either way... Amazing.
0: I think it Great just series. depends on what you're actually into because both I think are really solid, but Mission Impossible is much more about the heist, while mm-hmm. uh, John Wick is far more about the insane action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both I, are very intense, but that's still two different, like, very different fandoms. It's just more so like
1: they're both the best at what they do. Like, John Wick's the best hitman, mm-hmm. Ethan Hunt is the best. He's the best uh, spy spy in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's what I mean when I say in the comparison. It's like, basically, it's like he's the best spy in the world, and he's always got some big crazy thing going on, and he can never die, and everybody respects him. Because there are moments in the series, too, where, like, people could kill him, but they're like, nah, get up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Get up! I don't want, I, it's it's I don't like want it to be easy. I not want like to actually challenge the great and mighty Ethan Hunt.
1: Yeah, place. exactly. That's that's exactly what it is. Everybody was like intimidated by him, but they're like so excited to learn from him. Like, there's moments all the time where they're like, "I've heard so much about you. I've been excited to meet you."
0: I I've never understood that in movies though. If like, if your objective is to kill the greatest in the world, and then you have a moment to do it, wouldn't you just want the accolade of "I slayed the king"? Like. <laughs> Why would you, why on earth would you let them get up if you have the moment to kill them?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's like, it's your hero, maybe at some point in time.
0: It does, it doesn't matter. The man's going to kill me. But I have a moment to actually kill him first. Arrogance, arrogance is what it's it is. probably is. Arrogance. They're yeah. probably
1: just thinking like, nah, no way I get to
0: kill. Wow, the I, greatest got, life. I got him down already. Let's just do it again. Yeah, I that mean, wasn't
1: a fluke. Nothing spells more power than not only did I take out the best ever, I even gave him a second chance. Yeah,
0: and, then, <laughs> and I still beat him. And then every one of those stories ends with I gave him a second chance and they he promptly it's, used it to kill me.
1: It's just all gamblers. It's
0: like when you know you do double or nothing, right? You're right. always going to take the double or nothing. You're always going to do double of or Of course, nothing. you have to take the double or nothing. It's, probably the it's not the same thing. It's not, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not an addiction. It's I got I to gotta up the stakes because that's yeah. more fun. And during the double or nothing, I'm more likely to win. Yeah, exactly. So that's what it is. That's a that, fact.
1: That's probably how it is for these people when they're like a second chance. Like, dude, double! No, come on. Come on, let's run right it back, real quick. Double Come nothing. on, double or nothing, double or nothing. <laughs> I get double the you, glory because I took you down twice.
0: Wait, isn't isn't the double or nothing? Doesn't that usually get brought up? Like if I if you bet me something and then I lose and I go double or nothing, isn't isn't that when it comes up? <laughs> Not when I'm on top,
1: right? Sometimes no, sometimes it could be when you're on top too. It's like, hey, you want a double or nothing?
0: Like. Okay, you offer you offer that. Okay, yeah. Sometimes, okay. I, sometimes
1: you could do that too. I I think you're right. It is like double or nothing. But I I also see it the other way too.
0: Okay, okay. Well, still, I don't get why these these people would do that. But I think the arrogance plays into that. Uh, I should probably give a synopsis for this movie. Which, as we while we were in the theater watching it, I was having the thought halfway through. This is a three hour movie. And an hour and a half into it, I already went I I am going to butcher the synopsis of this movie, but I'm gonna do it.
1: There's a lot of moving pieces.
0: There is so much going on. It's very it's very compelling though. Uh it's just so much going on. Yeah, so sp- I will do my spoilers best. Spoilers ahead. Yeah, we spoil guys, if it's like, it's episode fifty, guys. But uh, if you don't if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. It's, it's episode it's fifty impossible. We spoil the whole thing. Oh! So go episode see it Episode
1: 50 Yeah Woo Yeah Let's baby go. We've been doing this for 50 years baby One episode a years. year 50 years Yes Our <laughs> yearly podcast Yeah 50 episodes Wow what a time huh? We've seen a lot of stinkers
0: Yeah I've A lot more stinkers than uh, than bangers I would say uh,
1: Yeah I mean there's been some bangers though
0: This summer has, has kind of sucked so far
1: I feel like we chose a good time to start a movie podcast Because a lot of movies made good comebacks in the last like year
0: yeah, but I feel like we've had. I'm I'm just thinking back to fall last year and spring of this year. I mean, spring of this year was better, but the fall last year was just nothing but bad movies. Well, that's just because we're also not into scary movies
1: either. <laughs> that scary maybe movie all season. the
0: maybe every single scary movie is worth seeing, the but fall
1: is scary movies and and uh, family movies because it's like between like Thanksgiving, you know, it's mm-hmm. like that time of year is just like family movies, like the feel good kinds. And it's yeah. like, eh, there's never really bangers don't, that come out. Don't
0: want, but that said the, the Christmas story, Christmas movie, family good. movie. That was a banger. <laughs> I am excited
1: for Christmas this year and Halloween where I, I, I want to do a Halloween, uh, Month. So if people are into that, if y'all no, want to see I, us do some I, scary movies, I don't.
0: I don't want to do that. Well, here's
1: the thing. If if enough people request it, David will feel compelled to do it. So I, I don't want to do and leave that. Leave a
0: comment saying I need scary movies. Don't we? Uh, don't need them. We skipped over Insidious. Like we did. There, that wasn't even on on our radar this summer. The Scream movie in March, not an option. These are just not options for us
1: No nah, we're gonna do it This year we're doing scary movies If y'all wanna see some good scary movie reviews Let us know Hit us up There's You can text no me way. You can call my mom and let her know to tell me <laughs> You could uh yeah, In the description you of call. this
0: episode Ricky's mom's phone
1: number guys. Yeah yeah. Just go so ahead, you know. Throw my phone number out there Or throw her phone number out So she can get a hold of me And say hey uh, comment Lever 445 Wants you to see this new scary movie
0: <laughs> Right okay I, I get I will, No I don't want to <laughs> I, I really don't want to do that But I guess whatever Okay I'm going to try to Synopsize this movie um Luckily it's a standalone thing So there's not like lore I have to really go into No not really There's I mean, like we
1: seven movies in The only thing that's lore is characters But that doesn't Yeah
0: matter. but there's not like We didn't build off of a big thing from like there wasn't a cliffhanger from no. last movie or something, so nah. I can.
1: There's nothing you would need to know from prior movies other than that there's a girl, and that's it. Yep, and even then you'd be fine.
0: All right, so here we go. I'm gonna try this. So Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. I hope I said the name of the movie like yeah, the full it. thing at the beginning, but whatever. Ah, uh, okay. So the Russians at some point. They made, they made this covert program with an AI that allowed them to be untraceable with the smartest intelligence on earth that can start to rewrite itself on the fly. And the problem with that is that the AI became sentient. Now, that will come up later. From the, the, the security protocols for this AI is that you can't access it. Without a key that's in two parts that's on two different people at all times You got to put them together to open to open the AI This was like a decade ago, I guess and then now or maybe it was very recent But at some point the Russians did this now in the present Ethan Hunt has been tasked with trying to find one half of these of this key as It is exposed that Basically, the entire world is going after this AI that has apparently gone rogue. It killed its its Russian overlords in a submarine in the middle of the Arctic. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, and has become sentient and is referred to as the Entity, which is the coolest AI name. Yeah, that is Entity. such a cool name. <laughs> I know that was a good name and everyone just buys into that name too. like the entire world's going after it But everyone's yeah. like it's the entity. Well, that's it's not a computer
1: it. anymore. It's it's hacked into literally every satellite. Yeah So it is now everything it's in everything and so any piece cool of electronic that's connected to that's connected digitally mm-hmm. It's a part of
0: oh my gosh so, okay Basically, we learn that the AI is already imprinting itself into every major organization in the world It's not doing anything with that, but it's sending a message of hey, I could do stuff and is probably going to Meanwhile, every world government every powerful organization and government is wants to get the keys in order to find the AI in order to control it, which will likely lead to world domination for that yeah. country. Quietly
1: searching. Yeah. Cause nobody wants to help each other. Cause whoever holds the key holds the power.
0: Yes. This is like first 15 minutes of the movie, by the way, the stakes are ratcheted up. So astronomically high immediately. And then five minutes later, there's a nuke in the airport. Like this movie's insane. Uh, Ethan has been tasked with finding a half of this key. He does not know what it's for originally and him and his team I he he, he finds it Oh my gosh, I'm trying to so he I'm go, trying to find all the pieces for this. Yeah, so so they go he gets so, the key.
1: He gets the key from is from Ilsa. So there's a girl that he used to work with and he they, the this government, is going
0: to be an hour-long synopsis. I got
1: you. I got you. I hope. Yeah, the, the government knows that this girl has one half of the key, and everybody's after her. Like hitmen are after her.
0: Yeah, so he goes to her. He finds her, fakes her death. He gets the key. Ethan immediately learns about what it's for and realizes, no, this is all bad. I want to find the keys now, so I can find the AI, so I can kill it. And he's the only yep. person in the world who actually wants to kill it. They go to the airport to find the buyer. He gets disavowed because the government. Yeah. Because he didn't. Because he didn't turn in his half of the key. Mm-hmm. So, like every Mission Impossible, he's rogue now. He's rogue yeah. again, uh, on a much larger scale. He's trying to track down a buyer for the key, which he will sell it to, and then he'll follow where they go to get the other half of the key. Meanwhile, he meets a thief named Grace, who pickpockets the key off of the buyer. And now there's a whole dilemma of he's trying to get the key from this thief. Uh, meanwhile, oh god, dude, this is this is so hard. The IMF is after him. The, the IMF CIA is after him, is and after also him? also Dell from Ozark. Uh, is is after him working for The Entity. What's that actor's name? Do we know? Uh, I can look. I, I love that actor. He's he's so good, but I f- don't remember his name. That's Del from Ozark, a fantastic TV show.
1: Uh, Isai Morales.
0: Perfect. E-S-A-I, however you want to say that. Love it. Uh, Del from Ozark. They're all at the airport. Golly, dude. Okay. Let's talk about it simply. The whole movie is them trying to get the key situation. Okay. And then we learned that not only is the every government after them. So they're chasing after Ethan and Grace who have the keys. Uh, but this man and other people are, are actually working for the AI as well with the intent to destroy the keys and kill Ethan. Because Ethan is the only person in the world who wants to actually kill the AI. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, a lot of moving parts. Everybody's that's what, after him.
0: Honestly, that's all I have to say, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, now like I'm people, thinking about people it. People have seen it. There's I a don't lot. have to go into the whole thing, guys. No.
1: All you need to know is there's there's like four different parties after the key. There's the whole world... There's four different parties
0: One of them, the (laughs) The entire entire world world. The entire
1: world is a single party So so specifically the IMF (laughs) Slash CIA are after Ethan Mm -hmm. So they have their agents They have the IMF agents searching for Ethan We have the CIA Slash Interpol coming after the girl Mm -hmm. And then we have Gabriel Who is the representative of the entity Mm -hmm. Coming after the key Because he wants the key Which his motives are unknown and no they're then,
0: known He does He or like Why he's working for the AI Why he's yeah.
1: working for the AI And well, what he wants the key for Because every time They bring up the key He just goes, goes Nah you don't worry About what I need it for I'm not going to use it To control it I don't need to know What I need it for
0: Yeah I assumed That he was trying To destroy it Was the only thing But his actu- the, the person His motivation For doing this I don't know
1: Yeah the, the fourth The fourth party Is the white widow Who is the broker Between people Mm-hmm. She's also after the key. So, like, there's, there's that's really the only four parties you need to know about. Ricky is just destroying Throwing things around. stuff now. <laughs> yeah, throw it around. Uh, that's it. I mean, it look, it's a good movie. There's so much action and there's so much happening at all times. People are going crazy. There's always a new person just thrown in, like, nah, they're coming for you now.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing I was thinking about this mainly during uh, there's an entire like 20 minute sequence in Rome. With this huge chase where Ethan and Grace end up handcuffed to each other uh, and are being chased by all of these different groups. the police, Gabriel. They are in the smallest car and uh, trying to drive with only one hand. It's insane. And I thought about it. I was like, dude, we just watched that. That literally, not exactly, but a very similar scenario happens in Indiana Jones. Oh, with yeah. their 20 minute chase. Except this time it was actually good. It was yeah. actually fun to watch.
1: The the beauty of the of the Mission Impossible movies is even though the the scenarios are so crazy and whatever's happening is so wild, they try to keep the action as realistic as possible Yes. because they're really doing it. Mhm. Right? It's like like he legit drove these cars through the city of Rome. Oh yeah, people if your memory is
0: on it. If you're not going to see this movie, I uh, Please go look up the behind the scenes on how they film this stuff. We went to uh, an early access uh, showing of, of this last night. And they show the ton of the behind the scenes mm-hmm. of how they filmed uh, a bunch of the scenes. And the, the Rome one in particular, again, it's a 20-minute chase. They are actually doing this. Yes. They worked with the government there to create a safe place that they could actually do all of these true-to-life driving sequences tom cruise is actually handcuffed to Haley atwell he's driving only with his Mm -hmm. left hand doing crazy stunts and drifts while a ton of camera equipment is on the car so it's like thousands of dollars on these vehicles too no they, they really did it like they actually just did it which i think going into these movies i think everyone should know that because that's probably one of the coolest parts is Knowing that everything you're watching, like 99% of the movie, is actually real. Yes. There's a whole fight on a train at the end of the movie. They did
1: that. I was just looking it up. I watched, after we watched the movie, Paramount Plus actually has a behind the scenes special. And it's Mm -hmm. like 30 minutes long. And it goes over all, it has some of what we saw, but it has... Um, different fight scenes, like all the action scenes, they go into the background of it all mm-hmm. and everything is real. The train, the train scene where they throw a train off a cliff, they legit built that train. Bro. They, they they said in the documentary, they go, yeah, there's not many trains out there that we can just buy and throw off a cliff so we just built one <laughs> and they built the train and threw it off a cliff.
0: <laughs> oh my Tom gosh. Cruise,
1: when they're hanging off the side of the train, that's all real. Like they they really just filmed that exactly like that.
0: Dude, these people are insane Yeah, doing so they, this. they
1: built the train. They filmed all those scenes real life. Um, they didn't go into... The one we were super curious about is when they're in the train and it's falling off and they're trying to get through. They didn't show that behind the scenes, but that's whatever. But yeah, they legit built this train just to do all this. He legit drove a bike off a mountain yep. and then free-falled. Tom Cruise actually got into um, speed flying which is when he's going through the, the air in the parachute and he's mm-hmm. just like weaving around. That's called speed flying. He oh. legit trained for years to do this <laughs> just to get the scene. So like all that stuff of him going down in the parachute and like just flying through the air, he's going like a hundred miles an hour downhill. That's just all real shit. Uh, real. St-
0: <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Fifty episodes for me Ricky to cuss on accident. Fifty episodes. Yeah, we made it. There it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we can be explicit. finally. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Poop. <laughs> Poop. That was Poop. like. That was like half. I don't think you hit the T <laughs> on the word I hit,
0: though. The, ah, I hit the first three. Now I have to leave it. I made a whole big deal about no, it. We,
1: it. That's it, fine. Dude, that's how it cool it was. One, so all one per
0: real. one every 50 episodes. <laughs> okay, we get one.
1: Minus Colton. Colton mm-hmm. uses
0: up like six. Yeah, we could have had
1: more. Colton used all of them. Um, yeah. yeah, all that. Even the Rome scenes, he said, like Tom Cruise is literally like the most stressful part about this isn't even like everything going on. It's I don't want to hit these buildings because we're driving through historical (laughs) parts of the city yeah he was like we're driving through rome like that's what i'm scared of is Mm -hmm. hitting a building like i don't care if i hit cars or sets or whatever cameras i don't care if i hit that yeah i just care if i hit a building i don't want to ruin the city (laughs) so all of that all the stunts they did man it's so cool they they just show everything in there but the train thing i thought you'd find that fascinating that yeah legit just built a train and the interior of the cars they built all that too in the train. So all what? that's real.
0: thats a crazy set idea of mm-hmm. we're gonna actually build the train and then create a situation where we just throw five five blocks of the train off the side of a bridge.
1: And every train car has a different thing. They built all that, like the kitchen. That's all in there. Dude, the, all of that stuff. That's some
0: dedication right there. Like that <laughs> yeah. is so cool. That is so cool that that's- they actually went through the effort to build everything that's big money but also i you know they started filming in 2018 right and it got delayed because of covid i'm pretty sure is yep. the situation mm-hmm. i wonder if during the like if there was a break in the filming and and all of that if they were like what if you know we can't all get together and it's hard enough why don't we in the meantime why don't we actually build the train why don't we actually – yeah. let's just do it now, I guess. It's going to take forever.
1: Dude, the sets they had to build, I mean, building the train and then even the mountain jump, they built a whole jump. It was a huge ramp, ramp right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They built a huge ramp to put out there for that. Yeah. And then just the setup it takes, too. So, like, there's a part where they're going through – is it Venice? Where they're uh, everything, like, is all boats? Yeah. Like, they're legit in Venice, which is insane because there's no – there's no streets in Venice mm-hmm. There's no cars allowed Yeah So everything that they're transporting in Is all through uh, Ships Like little boats Yep <laughs> So like they had to get All the camera crew Loaded up on a little boat And just Row, row through the sh- The canals Like Yeah Dude just to film The, the club scene Yeah How I, much work had to go Into setting that up Is insane
0: I also was thinking about The In Venice There's a fight scene Between Ethan and uh two bad two bad ai people and they are in the smallest alley Mm -hmm. corridor known to man so it's there is no way around each other and they do an entire fight sequence in there and i was thinking the whole time about the actual setup for the cameras through this scene that that must have been so difficult to figure out oh yeah that oh my god oh yeah no that
1: Like, it's a commitment. This is definitely a passion project, which is what I love in movies. I mean, I say it all the time. That's my big thing is, like, I love a movie where you can feel the passion being put into it. Which I think is why I was so enthralled with the Rocky movies, because, like, that's all it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's how Mission Impossible feels. That's how every movie has felt. They've all felt, like, just passionate. Tom Cruise just wants to make something cool. Yeah. Cause there's you know there's different directors throughout, but the only thing the only thing that stays consistent is that he wants to up himself every single time. Yeah, and he wants to make it as real as possible, which mm-hmm. is I respect that man. Cause there's so many actors nowadays who, I mean, like they don't want to do anything. Even look at Marvel, how many issues we have with actors who just don't want to put makeup on. Yeah, and it's like dude, Tom Cruise is flying off a freaking mountain. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? The man is actually <laughs> near death in everything he does. Yeah. He's 60 years old and he's like just throwing himself off the side of a mountain, you know, in wind, yeah. just a little shoot, just Which for
0: one shot. It, it was so cool with, I think towards the end, like the last 30 minutes of this movie, like really ended on such a high note because one of the things I thought was so interesting was because they're actually doing everything real, there's realistic stuff happening, which sounds dumb. But in particular, they're having a fight on the train, uh, him and Gabriel, and Ethan has a moment where he's actually... The the moment of, I can I, I can kill this person or I can save him. He's on top of Gabriel while they're on the train. Mm-hmm. And every time the camera cuts back to... To Tom Cruise the side of his face is flapping in the wind in this very yeah. intense moment and it looks goofy but it's like no he's on a super fast train right now like actually yeah that makes sense that that's happening which it looked goofy but it was so cool to me to to be so immersed in the realism of it
1: yeah yeah dude they make they are so good at like making the realism right like even in the car chase scenes there are times you think, like, there's no way they're really filming this. Everything is real. Like, when yeah, they powerhouse through all the scooters, they're really just powerhousing <laughs> cars, throwing them off. Like, we're throwing cars off staircases. Like, so much money was invested in just, hey, we're going to destroy everything. <laughs> I was reading, I was watching that documentary, and I looked it up, too. Um, anytime they have that little yellow Fiat that's just going crazy. Mm-hmm. Those are all real moments too, apparently, because it, it, with the bricks of Rome, uh-huh. apparently it's so hard to drive on because it's just like the cars just don't gain traction very well. Yeah, on the bricks. In that car, when they started just doing donuts, they were just doing donuts. Like they were just like <laughs> legit. Like I can't get the car to stop. <laughs> I can't get it to stop doing donuts. Like it just, but it makes so much sense because you know you're handcuffed, you're one hand driving in Mm -hmm. a tiny little car that's boosted to go three times as fast as it's supposed to on slippery roads. Of course, it's gonna be hard to drive.
0: Yeah, that that moment was so funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and even on the train, like you feel the wind flapping through. Like they're just so good at making things realistic in that sense.
0: Speaking of the realism, one of the things that really stuck out to me in this movie was uh, Haley Atwell as Grace. The thief. Uh, So Tom Cruise's sidekick in the movie. This is a random character who gets thrown in. Her main pursuit is money and she's an amazing thief. And that's the only reason she wants the key. And then she gets tangled up in everything. Uh, But because of that, she's not a spy. She does not have these situations that are so intense. She doesn't end up in car chases. Guns are not really a thing. In her line of work She's a thief She goes in and out That's it So (laughs) Yeah The amount of realism Around this Around this character Where first off When a chase happens And she gets in a car crash She very clearly Has a concussion Yeah And is now Freaking out Yeah And then becomes Handcuffed to Ethan In this chase Where like Three different entities Are all chasing after them Every time she ends up Behind the wheel She starts Freaking out which I was thinking about it. I'm like, yes, I would be doing that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Of, she
1: gets out and goes, I'm not driving. You're driving. I'm not driving. I'm not, would, not driving. This is the same.
0: I'm not doing it. This, this, you know how to do it. You, yeah.
1: yeah. I would have done the same thing. I'd have been like, no. I've yeah. I've never had to do a car chase. You drive. Yeah. I'm not doing
0: it. There's another moment uh, in the train where she's uh, trying to get away from people chasing her. Many cases in the movie. And someone pulls a gun and shoots it up and her rea- she does not deal with guns, so her reaction to a gunshot is she stops and freaks out and and immediately gives up. And it comes off like she might be a nuisance in the film, but she's still very talented in other areas. Mm-hmm. But in the areas that are very clearly not her expertise, they pull it off really well. That, hey, this is how a real person would, would act in the situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think she's... She's so good, and she contributes so much to what's happening too. Like she's so helpful in there. Mm-hmm. Um, way more entertaining as a sidekick than movies they have seen recently.
0: Again, I was thinking of uh, Indiana Jones. Like Indiana again.
1: Jones, even Transformers. Like the sidekicks were lame. Like just those, yeah. those B list characters. Like every, everybody in this movie, every character is just so well-written and so exciting that you're like, yeah, I want more.
0: Well, I think one of the reasons behind that is that every, you know, they're side characters, but the team that they have, it is very, everyone very clearly has their expertise. Yes. Right? And I think that's, as I'm thinking about the other two movies you mentioned, about sidekicks, in other films we've seen, a sidekick has served to be either just comic relief and dumb, so there is no point to them or they for some reason are meant to be exactly the same as the main character and potentially better in order yeah. to belittle the main character neither of those work the, yeah. like a, a side character a supporting sidekick character in an action movie like this is someone who's very clearly good at something but like they're not good at everything that's why it's a team movie that's how yes. heists work Yeah, yeah, everybody's
1: so good. And even all the characters that we already have before, like Luther and Benji, like those guys, I love those guys. Those are some of my favorite parts of the movies, is when Luther and Benji are just doing their thing. Mission Impossible, I I felt this way about some of the other ones. They do such a good job of making the characters valuable Mm -hmm. so that when they have the expendable characters to kill, you still feel like, dang, that sucks. Like it still adds stakes. Yeah. Like there's a moment in this movie where. Gabriel's like, the algorithm and the entity already knows, it's predicted that one of these women is going to die tonight. Mm -hmm. It's up to you which one dies. You can decide if you'd like, or just leave it to fate. One of them's going to die. Yeah. And the whole time I thought to myself like, dang, I actually don't want either to die. I don't. Because one of them is like, she's not necessarily like a love interest because that's been Ethan's whole thing is like, he can't get seriously involved with any women because- he knows his life
0: they always end up dead
1: well <laughs> that, yeah that happened in like the third i think it's the third and the fourth movie he ends up marrying a girl and then in the fourth movie you find out that she's dead but not really she's actually just is he just let go of her like they let go of each other because he was like you'll never be safe with me Mm-hmm. and like from then on that's how he's always been he just it's just one night stands for him yeah. Like from then on out Ethan knows this life is not a life where we can have relationships like whoever I marry will never or whoever I'm with will never be safe and even though the girl that he's kind of into uh Isla Ilsa Ilsa
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though they're into Elsa each other from frozen yeah Elsa from <laughs> frozen even though they're into each other they know that they can't be together mm-hmm. because it's just not their lives yeah so it's like there's that interest and then there's our new character, Haley Atwell's character, where you're more okay with her dying, but you're also kind of like, yeah, but she's
0: kind of like a little sister to Tom. Yeah, but she's been cool. She's actually fun. She's, she's I fun. don't wanna, I don't. Why are we killing the women? Yeah, yeah like, I don't great. want
1: either to die. Grace is fun, and Grace kind of it kind of comes off like a little sister vibe is what I got from mm. it. It wasn't necessarily a love interest. It was more like I was you. Like that's how that's how Ethan feels the whole time. Is like I was you before I was an agent. Mm. Like I get it. Whatever yeah. you're doing is was literally me. No, yeah. so please let
0: me help you. <laughs> yeah i I loved all the I loved all the characters in this movie. Ben even that's my guy, dude. Even the villains. Uh, like I'm, I said it earlier, I love I love uh, Gabriel because I've seen him in Ozark and he's terrifying yeah. in that. That man is just a terrifying person, and he does that typecast so well. I so every scene he was in in this movie, I loved. It's uh, he's Puerto Rican, bro. He's got that intimidation. <laughs> I wouldn't put it like that. <laughs> no, it's okay. I can say it. Dude. Okay, yeah. Rican. So you don't can I. say it, I cannot. Yeah, I'm Puerto okay.
1: Rican. Don't worry, guys. For those of you who don't know me, right, right, right. Puerto Rican pride. Let's go.
0: <laughs> uh, but one uh, another character that stood out to me was uh, Gabriel's sidekick, Paris. Paris, who does who says almost nothing the entire movie. Mm-hmm. But this woman. Was so scary to me (laughs) Yeah, she was awesome And she's like She's like the first like villain sidekick That is just good Yeah Like she's actually good I think it's cause I think It's cause our introduction to this woman Again, she has like five lines in the whole film She's a psycho She's insane because her entire she's part of the 20 minute chase in Rome. She's in a massive car that's destroying everything. Like Any like SUV, like yeah, Hummer, if it like touch, military Hummer. If it touches their little Fiat, they will die. And every time they they show her on screen behind the wheel of this car, this girl look so excited to kill everything yes it was such a terrifying introduction to a person she's awesome dude she's so good that was such a like every time she was on screen i'm like i i'm so scared of (laughs) you and even she's at the party scene she's just She's dressed up and has like party makeup on and and everything. Like she has like almost like a jester kind of uh, makeup on her face, Mm -hmm. like a Harley Quinn vibe in a way. And the does she does nothing the whole time. But every time they show her, I'm just like, just don't move, (laughs) don't do anything, please.
1: Yeah, 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 she's cool. Uh, Yeah,
0: I I just loved the characters in this movie.
1: I love the technology. That's another thing that gets me excited about these movies. Is they always. Up their technology Which is cool Like they go with the times Like the the the, the sunglasses The shades Where you know Where they can see everything Yeah That's a constant In every single movie Yes So like in the first movie It's just There's a little camera In the frame So that whoever's on the computer Can see what you see But in a very like You know Kind of poor quality yeah and it's cool to see from the first movie all the way to now it's like yeah i can just go ahead and check the thermal levels and uh, i <laughs> yep. can give you the access to people if you just look at them i can just see what like who they are yep like the way it's evolved is so cool yeah and the way that they do the mass like I, it's cool that they show it now how they make them mm-hmm. man it's it's so fun bro the, the technology game has upped every single movie
0: yeah which is funny because uh, uh, and I, I loved the whole AI concept behind this uh, th- with their goal in every movie to up, up the stakes and up the technology that they use. It's a hindrance in this movie because throughout the entire movie, the AI is manipulating them. It's taking over their technology. It's short circuiting the, the mask, uh, the mask technology that they mm-hmm. have short circuits, the, the, so the AI, it starts uh, mimicking Benji on the comms to leave uh, Ethan down the wrong path. All of the crazy cool tech that they have now is all terrifying to use, which is such a cool development. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Like, yeah. It makes sense. It's an
1: AI that has access to every satellite in the in the the universe, mm-hmm. like it can just go crazy. The universe. I mean, how many satellites are out there? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> there couldn't possibly except for, be. Except for the old analog. Right, Ugh. right, right. Ugh. Of course, we go back to <laughs> we go back to the stone age, and the AI is rendered useless.
1: Which I do love. I did love that part too, where Luther he's they're like, "Hey, can you figure this out?" He's like, "I can do it, but I have to go dark. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to tell anybody where I'm going. I have to just." Sit down and really crack this code I gotta go analog mm-hmm. Like nobody can know where I am Yeah, And I will see you When I see you if I see you Yep. Like I'm sorry but this is just the way It has to be which is so smart because that's really what you gotta do mm-hmm. most, most movies would have been like I'm hacking It right now and it's like oh yeah the AI just doesn't do Anything against that. <laughs> the AI kind of forgot Forgot like, to check in. Like no he's smart About that I'm like nope I'm not even Gonna tell you where I'm going. Yeah. I just Gotta go. Mm-hmm. I'll see you next movie Yeah so that was cool to me uh, I'm excited It gets me super pumped for the second movie
0: Yeah I am They they, This movie ended so well And uh, there is so much more That they have to do So I am hyped for the second one already uh,
1: no, the only bummer is that we gotta wait till next year. Yeah, but the I, biggest dub is that it's only next year. Every true. movie, every movie has been gapped huge. Like yeah. the last one came out 2018. The one before that was like 2014 or something, 2013.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, so there's big gaps. So I'm happy that we get right now. The only thing with this movie that I think is <laughs> one thing I was thinking about is that we haven't had a movie in a while. I feel like that's about AI taking over in some way, which I. Th- in talking with some people, it seems like there is a, a group of people out there that are scared of this situation, what, and seeing these movies articulate that is terrifying. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty scary. But all I can think about every time with these with any kind of AI concept of them taking over the world or anything like that. All of this year so far I've been watching uh, I've been watching streamers who do like they do a lot of coding while playing video games and stuff and they do uh, they've been using ChatGPT which is a huge AI right now and they'll make characters out of it and everything and <laughs> watching this AI work it's so smart but it's also so extremely dumb these the <laughs> every time I I'm talk, I talk to someone about like AI is gonna take over the world. I always think about this stupid AI trying to articulate some character and it just starts screaming, like actually starts screaming in the text that it provides. And it's hilarious. So that I was thinking about that the whole movie Oh <laughs> chat GPT. Yeah. I' just like of just like, yeah, that yeah, the AI is scary. And then I think of real life AI right now, and it's like, it's not. It's <laughs> not. Yeah. the the
1: um The thing with this one, though, it seems like which which most movies they don't do. This one seems like it has a a failsafe and b a way to control it. Mm-hmm. Which, again, in the second movie, maybe we retcon that. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe that's the twist. But as of right now, as it stands, is that there is a failsafe to stop this thing, mm-hmm. and there is a way to take control of this thing and make it. Work for you, yeah. Which is so smart because every movie that involves AI is like, ah, oh, we didn't think about that. Wait, wait <laughs> a failsafe? Well, we programmed it, it into it. I, it I, I don't possible. know.
0: Couldn't be possible.
1: Well, why, why would I program a failsafe? Like, like I think of like Megan. Yep. With that movie, it was like, no, oh, we we didn't have time for the failsafe. Not
0: a single thought of the security of it. Yes. Of, I'm trying to make an actual sentient thing. No, nothing possible Which
1: is which, which is the thing with this movie Is it's trying to be Like it's become sentient And it's trying to unleash itself To where it doesn't have a fail safe mm-hmm. But it knows that it physically cannot do that Yes Like physically It physically has to be done To mm-hmm. take control of it or to use the failsafe, mm-hmm. Which I think is why he's using Gabriel Because once he gets Gabriel Then he can just have Gabriel go somewhere in the world and die And then nobody gets the key ever again, right? Yeah Which is kind of what the motive is Again, I think with Gabriel I really don't think they ever say what his motive is Because every time they talk about the key He's just like I need the key for the entity yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're going to take control of it He's like, I have no intentions to take control Nope,
0: no intentions for me to take control of it It comes. It came off to me that his, his whole vibe was that the AI is in the prospect of a potential world war happening if someone becomes in control of the AI? There is another option, which is that a world war happens led by the AI. I would rather be allied with the AI. Yeah, he that was like the a vibe. God.
1: I yeah, 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 and and that's cool. which that's a that's a good third party. Mm-hmm. as compared to oh we want to control it or oh we won't we don't want people to control it a third party i don't care i'm yeah. on its side mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i don't want to control it and i don't want to get rid of it <laughs> it came off very like religious in a sense yeah. too uh, there was um, a moment where they opened
1: up the trunk and he was asleep in the trunk and it had the ai like spider on its face on his face yeah you saw that too right well, like, I'm, that was i'm crazy. pretty
0: sure it's that was just to help him breathe in the box to sneak him onto the oh, train oh that wouldn't that's, make sense that's the whole thing. but okay. it looked <laughs> super cool I but thought there's he was like it was definitely not like a mech suit or something no it wasn't
1: like a mech suit i thought it was just like the ai like communicating to him
0: <laughs> He's breathing into
1: him No not breathing into him I thought it was like Cause he knows So he knows every outcome And he's yeah. like Oh the AI knows every outcome I, I know what it's saying That's what I thought it was mm-hmm. Was like It was like a mask He puts on his face And the AI goes Hey here's all the outcomes I've calculated On what's gonna happen On this train Here's all the intel you need Good luck And then he comes out the box And he's like I know everything that's about to happen because the AI told me.
0: Now, see, that would be wild to me because then there would be a whole effort of we need to sneak this massive box onto the train with all of this high-level tech on it. No,
1: it, it wasn't high-level tech. It had the logo it, of the, what of the AI. What you're
0: talking about with
1: the high-level tech. It's a no, mask it was
0: communicating like, tool.
1: It was just a mask. No, it had the AI's, like... Little The circle thing It was on the outside of the mask When he pulled it off
0: Well I think that's for branding reasons For the AI If you're gonna take over the world You have to have a logo
1: Yeah but I think We that all that was know like we have to have a brand. How does he communicate to the AI then? His watch or his phone It doesn't Exactly He's linked up Yeah he
0: Linked up is not I have a big mask That I can communicate with my computer at home Yeah
1: that's what it is It's almost like a helmet You know like But just mask form Get rid of the back half I, mean, I am. Look,
0: I am so confident it was just for breathing.
1: No, no way, bro. I, I'm sold on that. That that thing is how he communicates to the AI. There is no way. Maybe they're gonna show it in the second movie. Just if, watch. If
0: it, we'll, we'll need to make a bet about this. If it yeah. comes <laughs> up in the next movie that he actually communicates via this massive mask in a box so that he puts in the back of the train, that would be that would be an insane plot device. That would be cool. I don't know.
1: We'll see. I, I wish I could see the movie again and like figure it out. We, that, can. I, we can, we can.
0: see yeah, I guess it. we could, huh? By the way, bro, the the Dolby, the Dolby theater oh. for this. Look, we see a, we see a lot of movies in Dolby if there's an option for it, just because they have the best seats. And we're AMC members. And so we're AMC don't, we don't, members. We don't pay nothing. Yeah, it doesn't worth. cost us anything extra. It it costs a lot it's normally. Like Eighteen fifty. Yeah. This this was the first movie we we saw in Dolby that felt worth it. Yes, hundred percent.
1: This movie is worth Dolby. Like, I, if you've never experienced Dolby, go experience this movie in Dolby. It's so good because
0: they Dolby. actually went all out with making the immersion with their theater. Where like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. You we saw Avatar in Dolby,
1: mm-hmm. and this felt way more worth it to see than Avatar did. Yeah. And that avatar that says a lot because Avatar is only exists for visual purposes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. the only reason it exists. So this movie was insane. You were so immersed, like you feel when the trains passing by, you feel like the trains passing by.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's more of that because Avatar was wonderful, but that was mainly for the visuals of yes. it, right? But this was, Dolby was so worth it for this movie. Be, I think mainly because they actually used. The like vibration system With the chairs Way more Than I think we've ever experienced
1: And it's not aggressive Like there used to be A, a theater called D-Box And that was like Your chair moved With the yeah. movie And all that And that mm-hmm. was that was cool But sometimes it's a bit too much Or sometimes it's not worth it at all This is like The best balance Of like Your chair vibrates But it's not aggressive It's just enough to be like Whoa mm-hmm. What's going on Like yeah. you
0: know Like you're, you're so immersed You are f- your heart is racing during the chase. Your heart is racing when they show the bridge blowing up because you feel yeah. every single moment of that explosion and it's all on different parts of the chair. It's like a rumble. A rumble yeah. is probably a better way to rumble, put it than vibrate because a vibrate yeah. a vibrate, a makes vibrate you th- sounds weak.
1: <laughs> yeah, a vibrate sounds weak or sounds like it could be way too much. A rumble is a nice, just like you know, like just mm-hmm. a little, little something.
0: Yeah. So I I say that because like it it is way more money but this was the first time that if i had to if i had to choose a movie to go see in dolby this would be it yeah this was that was such a fun experience
1: yeah most of our movies we've seen in dolby i think the only other movie that's come close to seeing in dolby that was worth it maybe for me at least was black panther but that was just because the audio was so good and the musics are banging Mm -hmm, yeah but i feel that but mission impossible definitely a dolby Adobe banger yeah verified
0: I I do think that impacted my actual immersion into this movie it just felt so insane well and that's the thing like these movies are made for the theater mm-hmm.
1: you know like it's just it's made to be in the moment and enjoy and just like yeah we're gonna do some cool stuff I jumped off a mountain <laughs> I rode a motorcycle off a mountain seven times mm-hmm. for your amusement yeah enjoy Dude, I just want to put on a good show.
0: I always feel bad now, though. There's a bunch. Whenever there's a big movie that comes out, where before the movie starts, they put the little, they put a little opener with the director and the main actor, and they're like, "Thank you for coming. Thank you. We're we're so thankful you're here." It's yeah. like they could start crying there, of like, thanks for coming to the movies, guys. We know you could have waited till it streamed at home, but we we still made it with the intent of a big theater. Yeah. Thank you. It's every time that happens now, I'm I'm a little sad of like, oh yeah, everyone's aware that the theaters are dying still. Yeah. Well, yeah, because
1: I mean, this movie would not have felt the same if we watched it on like at least my TV. My TV would not have made this movie look as half as good as.
0: Yeah. It did. But that said. The movie still would have been great.
1: Still would have been great, but if it's you like just watch it at they home. just want to give you the best experience. Like you mm-hmm. put so much work into it and so much effort, you want people to view it in the best way possible, right? Yeah, like that's what it. That's what it's all about. That's why I love going to the movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely feel like this is one of the few movies that's come out that you actually feel and see the passion behind the project. Yes, where they you don't you don't go through the effort. Of making every single scene real, as real as possible, of building your own freaking train, of doing the actual car chase throughout all of Rome. You don't do all of that if you don't care. No. <laughs> We've it, seen a lot of movies where it's very clear people do not care about the movie.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's so many movies that just get thrown around. I mean, just... yeah just to name a few the entire dc franchise uh <laughs> uh-huh. that, that's a few right there right done <laughs> <laughs> that's done yeah i know it's just movies just get thrown around like half the marvel things that come out nowadays they just they just make it just to make it yeah um there's a borderlands movie that's coming out that's been, oh, yes. that's been done filming since 2021 and it still has not come out because it's been thrown around. Yep. It's had like three directors at this point, a bunch of reshoots. Like I'm not excited for movies like that because it's not a passion project. It started as a passion project and now it's thrown around. Yeah. But mission impossible passion from day one. Yeah. And, and they even say in that little documentary, the little behind the scenes thing, they were like, uh, you see the director when Tom Cruise jumps off the mountain he's like, he's like, the only thing that sucks about this. Is the thing I have planned for the next movie? Like the thing that sucks is like this is so epic. Just wait till we do the next one. <laughs>
0: it's gonna be even crazier, and Tom's yeah. gonna
1: have to do something even worse. <laughs> and I
0: love that their mentality when when we saw the behind the scenes thing. Their mentality about this series, it seems, has always been: we are not doing it unless we up the stakes, unless we up our, the challenge for ourselves. Which I think, yeah. in, I think that's. A good mentality for a lot of life, of not necessarily I'm not going to do it unless I am challenged, but pursuing the challenge is fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, the, he upped the stakes every single movie. What like the fifth movie? That's the one where he's hanging off the side of a plane as it mm-hmm. takes off. Yep. that's terrifying. Yeah, I think the the sixth movie he does f- some jump from like like free falling from like twenty thousand feet in the air. Some some crazy like some crazy eye yeah. level and just free falls. Like way higher than skydiver should Like he's like military grade free falling Yeah <laughs> As an actor Like that you know for It's impressive Dude this guy Tom Cruise is insane <laughs> Yeah this movie He's I mean Out of those three things that I just said I think driving a bike off a cliff And then free falling And then pulling a chute To speed fly down a mountain mm-hmm. Would probably be the most terrifying thing to me because at least with the the plane, he was still strapped to the plane. So, like, if he let go, he's just going to be, like,
0: dangling in the air. That would be very painful, I imagine.
1: Yeah. And then, say, like, the skydiving thing I would never do in my life. But this one, you threw the element of, he's skydiving, but he has to drive off the mountain for Like, that thought process alone of just driving off a cliff
0: couldn't do it. Yeah. Could never do it I have to willingly drive off Not just drive off a cliff There's a massive ramp they built for this Yeah Like yeah You're gonna drive off the ramp intentionally There is no other side You are just going to le- The bike will die And you Then you will parachute And we're e- Easy You got this Tom
1: And we're in a mountain range too So like wind is unpredictable Like wind <laughs> could just Like out of nowhere There could just be a gust of wind And your chute just Whoop I'm in a mountain Yep you know, like you don't recover. You oh, just, just ter- just terrifying. I think he broke his ribs in one of the movies where he was jumping off a building onto another building and he like cracked like all of his ribs and they <laughs> had to delay the movie by like almost a year. That's just because of
0: it. Oh, that sounds so painful. Right?
1: Yeah. It's a brutal scene. <laughs> but you can you see have it. to do it for the sake of the film. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you this to the scene. It, it's brutal. Cause you can, you can see it in his face. Mm-hmm. He's just like, Oh, and he knows And we keep it for the We keep
0: yeah. it in the final cut For the realism They maybe. did Why? Yeah cause he broke his ribs <laughs> We keep it in there the, it, We know <laughs> We all know in real life When you jump from one building To another You break something And Tom broke everything Yeah We're keeping that shot That's a brutal <laughs> Ugh I could not imagine Oh man Alright well You wanna Should we get the banana meter Bring the minions in For the yep. banana meter Woo <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Ba, no, that was early. That was a- ba-na-na. 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 Oh my god! Oh, they're shooting bananas. They're somersaulting the ba-na-na. <laughs> everywhere.
1: Ba-na-na. Oh, oh, oh! That one's hanging from the ceiling. Whoa! Okay,
0: get <laughs> down! Da- how did you install that? E- ooh, ooh. No! Get off oh. the table!
1: Wow!
0: You're crazy. Get out! today, dude. These guys, man. <laughs> They don't even see the movies with us They don't do none of that They don't do nothing They don't do nothing They don't pay rent They just sap off Yeah, I pay for their health care it's I'm losing money on these minions. <laughs> on these minions. Please.
1: Why are you here? <laughs> Somebody support David financially. He needs help with this.
0: Yeah, you guys can call my mom and send her <laughs> send her money, which she'll send back to me. If you yep. want to support me personally, she'll put it into my bank
1: account. My bank ac- <laughs> their bank
0: accounts are linked. Just trust us. We have a whole system set up with our mommies. That's yeah, how it works.
1: Only three transfers a week. Just uh-huh. my mom. You know, she's got to make sure I'm not doing irresponsible things. Yeah,
0: I was taught to have the weekly allowance thing. Growing up, and then that just never stopped. You know, answered into I made my mid
1: twenties. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I can't survive without my little <laughs> allowance every week. So, shout out to moms, moms everywhere. <laughs> the shout out to moms who still give their twenty-something-year-old kids allowance. <laughs> hey, there's there's people like that. <laughs>
1: uh, that's a real thing.
0: Yeah, I'm one of them. Apparently.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to go first, Ricky? Nah, you started off.
0: All right. I don't know how to rate this movie, cause it's super high. But I'm trying to think of just how high. Cause I don't think in this entire episode, I don't think we said a single bad thing about yeah, this film.
1: I got my number locked and loaded. That's and why usually, I go first. We,
0: usually, <laughs> I think back on our previous episodes, and we we get to the banana meter finally, and then I start rattling off like the things we just haven't talked about that have irked me or whatever. That suddenly throw in loops for my rating. Honestly, this this might be one of the best movies of the year. Like It's not movie of the year, but it's the best movie of the year. Yeah. I would say as of right now, this is the Oh man. This is one of the best movies of the summer. Like comparatively to everything else we've seen so far, this is the best movie of the summer. It's it's got to be. Like the only other movie this summer so far that I've enjoyed a ton was Asteroid City, but that was not we ranked that very highly, but that was not 100. Bro, there was nothing bad about this movie. Yeah, I have my, you want me to go? Dude, I think it's a 100, man. That's easy. I think I I really do think that the writing for this movie, they ratcheted up so high right away without making it, like, like silly. But they managed to make this movie... You care about every character. You're interested in every plot line. It's three hours, and it goes by so quickly. There's so much going on, and you're enraptured the entire time. I, I loved this movie, and I was not... I was not. I knew I was gonna enjoy it. I was not expecting it to be as phenomenal as it was. I think the the realism behind it too really ups the the rating for me as well, or my enjoyment. Yeah. Um, when I think about the actual work on set that they put into it, that 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 is amazing to me. Yeah, I, I'm gonna stick with that. I do think it was a hundred,
1: bro. Easy one hundred. Yeah, this
0: movie. This is the best movie I've seen all
1: year. Yeah, uh, this to me, I I'm invested in all of the Mission Impossible movies. I think they've upped the ante every single time, and I've grown attached now to Tom Cruise. <laughs> I love him. He's my favorite boy of all mm-hmm. time.
0: This is our first movie on the podcast for Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Okay. But he hasn't done anything in a minute, so that's why. well. He he did. It was Top Gun last year.
1: Yeah, well, we think we started right after Top we Gun. We started right
0: after, yeah. Right
1: after Top Gun. Um, but Tom Cruise, like, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning is... Part one. It's Part one is stellar from beginning to end. The mm-hmm. whole time you're enthralled, you want to know what the next thing that's going to happen. Uh, dare I even say, I think that they put a better storyline in there than John Wick has done in their series. Because, mm-hmm. like, I've been invested in the global affairs... I'm invested in Tom's personal life <laughs> yeah. I'm invested in the characters yeah and I want to see people go berserk in the next one yeah I want Mission impossible dead reckoning part two to go crazy I want to see I want to see everybody fighting everybody World War three is happening all because Ethan can't can't get this key because he can't get over his personal vendetta
0: yeah I in terms of like action movies because we keep bringing up John Wick. There it's hard to compare them. Well, I think it, I, I think, you know, they're the same genre, but it's a little bit apples to oranges, right? Cause I really do think John Wick is its own kind of genre of we are here solely for every action. single fight. Yeah. Is the story like amazing? It's interesting, but it's not like it's not in, the
1: best. In the third and the fourth, yes, the story. The,
0: gets, the stories it, are. I mean, I think the first they have, two have a weak. solid story, but it's not like something incredible. I think one th- fun things about Mission Impossible is that the story is huge for this. Like yes. the actual plot that they're going through. It's not just all action. There's a ton of action because of the plot that they have managed to come up with.
1: Yeah, you're invested in in the world around it, and that. Not, I love. I love what's happening in it. Uh, I can't think of anything bad about the movie I had 100 immediately as soon as we got out the theater In my head I had some time to think Probably
0: the the only bad thing It's still 100 But the only bad thing while I was watching this movie was when I pulled out my bunch of crunch candy, it was all melted, mm. and so I had a whole dilemma in the movie trying to eat my bunch of crunch candy, but it was all <laughs> melted. I was having like, I was having an existential crisis next to you, bro. Started crying. I like, was like, How do I eat this? I'm not going to just not eat this, right? Yeah, you now. had to step out of
1: the theater, no. called your mom, and said, <laughs> Mom. Can you please show up? I need some. I need some help. I need I, assistance. I need, I need assistance. I need some wipes. I could have gone to get a napkin or something for it, but it was just. I wasted was, my allowance on on <laughs>
0: melted bunch of crudge. <laughs> yeah. I need you. I need
1: you, mom. Please, please come and to bring the a bunch of crudge. <laughs>
0: that that is probably my only. That was probably my only uh, downside about the movie. Was I think the movie uh-huh. intentionally melted my candy because you're so hot and heavy the whole time. <laughs> right. You're just yeah. so you're yeah, so invested. It. Right, right. That's definitely it. Yeah, you're like, "Oh, you're sweating." You're yeah. Sweating cuz of so sweating it, it's taking a lot in me to not lower this lower the rating down to 99 because of that, but I'll keep it at 100. <laughs> I'll give them benefit of the doubt of the doubt that they did not make the movie in mind to also <laughs> uh, melt David Stallings' bunch of crunch candy in it.
1: And it didn't work. Yeah, no. The movie's the movie's amazing. <laughs> Go see it, please.
0: Uh, yeah, this I, is definitely, if you're going to see one movie this summer that's out right now, look, I'm, I'm hyped for Oppenheimer. That's why I'm talking like this. Oh, cause we, that could, th- this movie is worth seeing. We I am very optimistic about the, Oppenheimer. Another though. hundred. You know, Oppenheimer has no CGI in it. That's incredible.
1: That's what, that's what they're reporting. That Christopher Nolan has said that there is not a single ounce of CGI in the
0: movie. I love that. I love I'm that. I'm interested
1: to see if that's true because they blow off a bomb. Yeah, I know that I'd... I know that he legit blows up blew up a bomb in real life like a small nuclear bomb just to test it to get the film mm-hmm. but I'm interested I'm interested to see
0: if there's really no CGI. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be fun. That's why I'm talking like this though of like I can't say best movie of the summer cuz that we can't say that until the end of the summer. Best right?
1: movie of the summer so far. So far. Up until this point pre Oppenheimer, pre Barbie. Uh, open Barbie, Barbenheimer. Barbie's, Barbie's not,
0: <laughs> we're going to have a good time, but that's not going to be movie of the summer.
1: Movie of the summer. Well, movie of the year was Transformers, was Transformers right? Yes. Of the yeah,
0: of course. Of course. But, that we gave like a 70,
1: but the best movie so far has been, I, I personally, I think mission impossible has been the best movie so far this year. Yeah. I, I know that's hard. A big statement because that think, is a big statement. Because Avatar came out. No, I didn't come nope, out. Nope. Avatar it was, last was
0: year. end of last year. So end you can Was yeah. John Wick this year? John Wick was. That's this a bold year. statement. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's hard to compare because they're both. So I mean, ah oh, I man, that's tough. John Wick Four was amazing.
0: Yeah, well, this is. I don't be. know.
1: Actually, maybe John Wick Four still beats Mission <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> but, but it's just so maybe hard because they, Maybe like, they're Mission fully t- tied. <laughs> uh, no, no. John Wick was probably better, but. I mean it doesn't matter, there are hundreds. There's no yeah, better. There are hundreds. There is there no hundreds. better hundreds. They they it, there's nothing to do about it. There are hundreds. There's no betters, there's just S tier. There's just yeah. elites.
0: Right? There's just us elites out here, you know?
1: Yeah, a hundreds a hundreds a hundred. So that's 100, right. Hundred Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one out of five. That does mean though, I made a joke to you beforehand that th- that this is a five hour movie. That's kind of true if you combine the two parts. Oh, the yeah. next part's going to be three hours. Probably.
0: Oh, yeah. That's probably why they split. I mean, <clears throat> maybe for money, but they could have written the script and they're like, hey, we're doing one final movie. And then they wrote it and it was 500 pages. And they were like, guess it's going to be two movies. And we deal with that. It's got to be.
1: But I, I personally, I wish that they would wait three more years just to say that they made eight movies in 30 years. That's
0: that's a long time. Almost been thirty years that, since the first movie. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, isn't that nuts? But I don't want them to wait, I want the next movie I know, I tomorrow. I need it
1: now. Yeah. I, I felt this I haven't felt this way since uh probably getting out of um Infinity War where I'm just like, I want to see the next movie right now.
0: Yeah. It it does give that that a similar feeling. Yeah, I haven't felt this way in a
1: while and it's exciting. I'm like, Yeah, I'm ready for the next one. Just give it to me.
0: Yeah. Well, with that, I think we're done. This is great. This is a good movie.
1: Yep. Excited to pack the minions up, ship them off to Colton's for a little while. Maybe we get Tom Cruise in here maybe, next maybe week. Maybe
0: we just get Tom Cruise here. That would be crazy. Hey, we could do it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Put our minds to it. If anybody knows Tom Cruise, tell them we're looking for him. If anyone knows Tom Cruise, tell him to either reach out to my mom or to Ricky's mom. Yes. One uh, of our moms will... Uh, and then... They'll freak out and then let us know, and then we'll tell them to send him over our way. Or they won't. Or they won't, and they'll just have a long conversation with Tom they'll Cruise. They'll just
1: have a nice dinner with Tom Cruise.
0: <laughs> oh, now it's a dinner. Okay.
1: Well, we're going to... I mean, if Tom Cruise comes here, we got to give him dinner. That's what true. We Give him a dice tray full of dice. I will spend all dice. my money
0: to make sure he feels welcome in my home studio.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't make... I'm not going to invite Tom Cruise onto the podcast And then give him all my fidget stuff Like hey you want some dice to play with here
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah where, by uh, the way there, Tom so we got we got a couple options here For yeah. your fidget whatever you need uh, yeah, Here's I a coaster I've picked at that's for a, years There's a coaster there's his little rings That he uses I have a highlighter uh, If you want Mr. Cruise uh, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a bottle cap on the table there's right there. Corona
1: bottle caps don't yeah. worry about that so Do what, you
0: want a Corona on Mr. Tom Cruise I can get you a Corona <laughs> We need to wrap up the episode. Yeah, we, <laughs> all right. Well, so with that, thank you so much for listening to Straight Dude Date Night. We do hope you enjoy. Uh, if you aren't already, uh, follow us on Spotify and leave a review there and, and a review on Apple Podcasts and Woo. follow us on Instagram and subscribe Woo. on YouTube and all that stuff. Everything is uh, just Google Straight Dude Date Night and you'll find... Literally everything on whatever social media You'll you find use. it.
1: Leave us a follow. Yeah. We got shorts that we make out of these. We, we do shorts now. We're
0: kind of professionals, I guess, now. Uh, and yeah, tell a friend. Tell a friend about the show. And we do appreciate your support, and we're happy there are so many people who enjoy this. So thank you. And with that. <laughs>
1: this podcast will self-destruct in five seconds
0: oh no